0: What's up, School of Sales podcast? Hey, we announced the speakers for the Sales Girls Summit happening June 12th through the 14th in Alfredo, Georgia. I wanna make sure you get your tickets and do not miss this because ooh, these speakers are gonna bring it down, baby. So let me tell you a little bit about them really quick. We have Miss Megan Hanson. Megan Hansen is the founder of the Metabolism Makeover. Now, why does this matter? Well, first of all, who wakes up thinking that they wanna make over their metabolism? Most people aren't thinking that. But Megan has made the metabolism makeover something that people desire to do and has made the metabolism something that people want to work on. A lot of us are selling the things that aren't really sexy, so to speak. We're selling, you got to do the things that people don't necessarily want to do. Like wake up early, look at your finances, read, study, get rejected, get told no. (laughs) Like Megan has mastered the ability to make the unsexy thing become sexy, become cool and desirable. And what's even more amazing about Megan is she teaches metabolism typically. So um, we don't typically hear a lot of her business brain, but she is one of the most impressive business brains I've ever heard. We have Miss Charla Barrett. She is the charisma queen and she's going to talk all about charisma. Now she's personally coached myself and Kat in charisma. Now I want to tell you why charisma is so important and what I've learned from Charla. Charisma is the perfect mixture of warmth and competence. If you're too warm, you can come across really not competent. You can come across maybe even a little bit ditzy. I I hate to say that word, but just a little like too soft, right? Overly competent, you come off too cold and hard to connect with. So having that perfect combination of warmth and competence, that's what makes you irresistible. Think about the word irresistible. It's too powerful to resist. Imagine walking in a room and someone experiencing you and thinking, I simply can't get enough of her, honestly, and I would pay to be in her presence. That's the power of charisma, and Charlie's gonna teach us all about that. We have Miss Ashley Brock, who is the marketing queen. She is going to teach us how to really fill a room with the marketing skills combined with sales skills. So if you can fill a room, whether it's a virtual room or if it's an in-person room or a workshop, it is inevitable for you to be successful. Because sometimes it's just a numbers game to be able to get your message in front of more people, to get that exposure. Um, And Ashley has been proven to be able to do that over and over and over again. She filled an in-person conference with like 150 people in the room in like 40 days, which is insane. And then I think she had over... 200 people online for that conference. So she was able to fill a room with over 500 people in a very short amount of time. And she's going to teach you all about what that looks like. We have Miss Katie Barbary. Um, Katie is really amazing because she's a service entrepreneur. She teaches Pilates. And this girl has scaled her Pilates studio from one single reformer in a closet to who knows how many reformers and like eight Pilates teachers. But here's what's even more amazing. The freedom that, that Katie has is not only having people come and teach at her studio, but she has developed these teachers to do an even better job than her. If you have a team and you have people coaching for you or working under you, you can possibly worry that they don't represent you the way you desire them to represent you, right? Well, Katie has mastered this art of leading people and developing people into a representation of her that she's proud of. And that's where the freedom really comes. Lastly, we have Mr. Myron Golden. I don't have... Many words for him because it's Myron Golden. Just look him up on YouTube and you'll know what I mean. He is our coach. He's our mentor. When I found Myron, he changed my life just by hearing him talk about business on principles based on the Bible. But what really made me Quantum Leap was experiencing him in person because I end up getting like a taste of his essence and I got to absorb his essence. And that essence comes from his experience. It comes from his root system, his, from his wisdom, from him going from the trash man to the cash man. Like that experience alone is what has made me quantum leap, truthfully. And I can't believe that he's gonna be on our stage, what, at Sales Girl Summit. And I'm just honored to share him with you in this capacity. Now, what I just shared with you is just a tiny tip of the iceberg of what's going to go down at the Sales Girl Summit. So take a look at the link in the show notes. Got a little bit more detail on the content. I don't really want to give it all away. I want there to be some surprises. So there's a little more detail. And there's also a PDF. If you want your employer to try to pay for this conference there's a pdf on that page that you're going to be able to download and send to them to hopefully get them to pay for your trip to sales girl summit baby i can't wait to see you june 12th through the 14th in alpharetta georgia click the link in the show notes to get your ticket and i'll see you at the top baby let's go
1: do you struggle with positive self-esteem self-worth self-value the imposter syndrome There are many words that are used in this category, but it's a struggle that I think that many people have on a continuous basis their entire life. To see the value in yourself, to see yourself as worth something, worthy of something, that's something I think we have to really work for. I know for myself, that was probably the biggest struggle to get out of the of the mindset that I I don't have what it takes to get out and do something on my own. And it was like, I don't feel that I'm worth anything. I'm not that valuable. It's a fact. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was fighting for this for quite some time. It was probably my late 20s, maybe 30, early 30s. And finally, the, the switch flipped for me, and I said, yes, I am worthy. I am valuable enough to go do this. So the question is, what do, what can we do? How can we fight for that? Because it's worth the fight. Now, for me, as I was driving down the road with my cassette players, listening to the psychology of winning for about the tenth times. 10th time, it clicked. I said, yes, I can do this. But it wasn't just that. It was also the scripture reading, the growth in my faith, because I think we need to, for me at least, to, to see that self-acceptance, that value from who the creator made us to be, because we are a marvelous creation. And Dr. Dennis Whaley says, don't downgrade the product just because you haven't used it effectively. And the product, of course, is being us, and how can we use it effectively? in order to make it uh, work the best that it can. He says some other things like, winners are aware of their potential, and they like who they are. And we are eager to serve and love others. Because see, that's where it comes from. See, when when you get to the point that, hey, my thing is to go out and do things for other people, to serve others and help others and love others, then you can see the value that you really have because that's you're doing something bigger than yourself. When when you're trying to do it all for yourself, it's just it's not you're not worth it. But other people seem to be. And we have to realize that we are imperfect, we're changing, we're growing, and we are worthwhile. We have to plant that into our mind. We are imperfect. Yes, we do have flaws. And we're changing all the time, and we're changing the right direction because we are growing, and we are worthwhile. And I've said all along, and I'll say it today, the three ways to do this, in my opinion, is to get heavy into Scripture, to get heavy into your prayer life, to grow spiritually, and then also grow in the other areas. And one is The Psychology of Winning. That book is a classic. It's a lot of psychological things the way we can think and do things to start believing it in ourselves. And then the skill set, of course, comes from the psych, from the school of sales, as well as not just the skill set, but the mindset, heart set, credibility techniques, some techniques to, to know that, hey, I know what to do here. I can go out and do this. All I have to do is go do it. Dennis says that, Low self-esteem is the root of many problems. Low achievers develop early seeds of inferior feelings and imaginations. Getting our value up or self-esteem up is critical. And one of the ways we do it is with a lot of encouragement. In the, in the School of Sales, we talk about encouragement, praise, recognition all the time. Not only do you need to give yourself encouragement with positive self-talk, but It needs to come from other people like parents and business leaders. And if you are a parent or a business leader, you need to be delivering that positive self-talk. Because when you say the self-talk or when you hear the self-talk, either way, it's being planted into your subconscious recorder. It's becoming part of who you are. By the way you talk and the environment you're with, what you're listening to, this is why we want a continuous dose of these positive influences in our life. I mean continuous dose. We want to indoctrinate ourselves and indoctrinate our teams, those people around us, with this same mentality of the positive can do encouraging things. Because we all can. It's all a belief thing. If you believe it and you decide you can. And he also mentions smile. Smiling, making yourself smile. Smiling helps you and it helps the people around us. So let's all continue to work on our smile. Now, the part two on this is to fight for it. I believe so much we have to fight for things. And if you want to go get a dream, which if you have one, you have something of that imagination. If it seems far away, if it's just kind of deep-seated into your subconscious, this is where I'm headed, this is where I want, then you just start fighting for it. You start reading, learning trying things, continuous fight. It's an ongoing fight for your whole life to get the big thing that you're after. And the big thing is may or may not be an external. It's probably, it will end up being an internal reward is what you're really after. But it's up to us to go put in the fight, put in the effort. Part of that is burning the boat, really buying in. There's so many, there's only so many things you can really focus on and do at a time. To focus in and narrow down and get rid of other ideas, be decisive on what it is you want, what it is you're going to do, short-term, medium-term, long-term, but stay in the fight with a decisive, focused action. I've had some people say, yeah, I'm going to sell insurance and real estate. No, you're not. You're not going to sell either one if you try that. But if you focus on one, you'll be great at it. Specialized knowledge is so important. And this reminds me of the story of Edward Barnes. Edward Barnes was the guy who decided before he even went out to meet Thomas Edison that he was going to be his business partner. He made that decision. He had to scrounge his way to get to the city that Thomas Edison was in. And then he went and met him and said, I want to be his business partner. And Thomas Edison's reply was, Don't bet against the man who has so much desire that he'll give up everything to get it. And that's us. If you have that much desire and you're willing to give up whatever it takes to get it, you don't bet against that person. That's the fight for it. If I see a fight for it in someone, the it factor, the fight for it, I'll bet on that person. That's Macy. I saw it in her early on. I said, yeah, you're going to make it. You've got the fight. It's just a matter of how and when you're going to do it, but you're going to make it. And it's something else that, Dennis Whateley says is, we are all God-created, but self-molded. We are self-molded. Yes, we're given certain characteristics and certain environments in the beginning, but the decisions we make from that point forward self-molds us. We're behind the wheel in our life, and so we want to take control of our thoughts, our daily routines, our goals, and ultimately our lives. If we take control of our thoughts, in our daily routines, and our goals, we will control our lives. This is huge because once you create the imagination, you see, you feel, you want something, then you realize, hey, I can do this. I can go get it. And there's different paths to get there, but you're always headed there, and you make little decisions along the way, and you self-correct along the way, but you're always headed towards that big dream. And it doesn't have to be anybody's but yours. It can't be anybody's but yours. And it can seem big or small to anyone else. But if it's down in there and it's something you want and you fight for it, you're going to go get it. So for me, once I made that decision, I said, you know, I can do this. And I do know. And what I wanted, honestly, was just to break out. I wanted to break out of the school teacher, out of the thing where I was having to be controlled by someone else i wanted to go out and be the you know get set myself free and go do my own thing i wanted to be in the battle be in the fight be in the contact sport of sales i thought sales was tremendous and it was really all the things associated with sales that goes with it and that was the fight and eventually you get in the fight and then at some point in time for me it's like just stay the course stay the course this is the direction You're enjoying this, you're doing this, you continue to fight. But at the same time, the mindset, the thoughts had to continue to pour because I went through a couple of times of I felt defeated. And both times that I can remember at this point that I felt defeated, one was in the downturn of the economy and all the news was saying all these things. And another time was when, oh, I thought we had the worst rates, insurance. I couldn't compete in the marketplace, I didn't think. But when I turned the way I turned myself around in both those cases was by controlling my thoughts. I went back to the psychology I went in. I went back to the scripture. I went back to selling, looking for the value of the things that I was selling. And by changing the thoughts and changing the mindset and changing the imagination and changing the, the immediate desire and changing the, the can do, the positive encouragement type attitude. Both times, I was quickly able to turn it around simply because I controlled the thoughts and the daily routines and the desire and the direction that I was going. And that's what we all do. It may be small things and it can be big long-term pictures, but either way, it's a controlling and a fighting for those things in our lives.